Hi, welcome to Before They're Verified, the podcast where we support people who are pursuing things they are passionate about, regardless of the amount of likes or followers they have. I'm your host, Hannah, and this is episode three, so thank you so much for listening. Today, we have Kate Cody as our guest, and the topics she is passionate about include acting and content creation. We also dive into her love of photography, finding herself on a solo trip to Iceland, and what it's like to put yourself on social media and try to not care what people think of you. I hope you enjoy. I basically just get to ask you what anything because I don't know you. Yeah, this is so fun. Yes. So hi, Kate. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, how do you pronounce your last name? Cody. Cody. Oh, that's so Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's like coat or something, but it's, it's, yeah, it's Cody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Every time I see it on like all the social medias and stuff and I'm like, Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah. Thank you. Some people were like, why don't you put the accents on it? I was like, maybe I should, but I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Too much work guys. Come yeah. Too fancy. I'm not that fancy. That's great. Well, I came across you from social media. So it's fitting that then I reach out on social media and ask you to do something via the internet. So that's helpful. Yeah. Uh, For the listeners, if you listen to the episode with Ricky, uh, who's Filmtopia, him, Kate and I all met through this online film festival that we did, Agbo's 48 hour film festival. And it kind of created this cool community. And so how did you hear about that film festival? Did you follow the Russo brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I knew them from that. Um, I don't remember exactly how I found out about it. I don't, I really don't remember. I think it must've been on Instagram or something. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's, that kind of sounds fun. But then I was like, that's going to be really stressful, but I might as well try. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly how I found out about it, but it was something through the Russo brothers, I'm sure. Yeah. And did you do your film by yourself? Cause I know with the festival, you could like have other people do it with you. Did you just do it all solo? Yeah, I, I did it with, uh, my friend Marissa. So we initially started out, there was like a bigger group of us, but then it kind of ended up being a little difficult because nobody could meet at the same time, whatever. And, um, so my friend Marissa and I actually made a video in one day. So we kind of like, cause we had spent all this time with that other group, like making this film throughout the time that we had. And then my friend and I were like, oh, we should just make one today like we should just come up with a new one today so we came up with the idea in the morning filmed it throughout the day and like edited it until it was due I guess is what it was wow which was insane (laughs) um it was the most stressful thing but it was also super fun and super exciting to see like what we could accomplish in that short amount of time so it was really fun yeah yeah definitely yeah when I did it uh, I had reached out to a friend so we were doing it on like over zoom so it's like we uh like we wrote the script together and then I like helped create the shot list and then he filmed it and then we edited it together like over zoom it was a lot yeah Yeah. that's crazy yeah so it was it yeah it made its (laughs) name make sense but yeah exactly (laughs) it was really cool and obviously filmmaking you're really passionate about but also acting and and content creating is your main focus and passion anyone who doesn't know Kate um I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say it. I love your videos on TikTok. Oh, Holy God. shit. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> I laugh every time. You did like every time. It doesn't matter what you say. I just I laugh constantly. So um a, oh, a, sh- a shameless plug for her TikTok, but oh my gosh, <laughs> check it out if you haven't seen it. Cause if you need to brighten your day. Um, you know what's so funny about that is. I, I don't even like I post on there like no one is watching them, which I guess is a, a good thing, but also a horrible thing because it's like what who is this girl talking to? Like why is she saying <laughs> these things on the internet? And I just like it's so funny because I used to make like skits for it and stuff, and it started stressing me out so bad because I was like I'm just doing this because the views are like counting for this particular because TikTok really narrows you down to like making one thing and mm-hmm. over. And over again which is not something I enjoy doing so I kind of got caught up in that a little bit but then over I think the last like couple months or so I was like I'm just posting whatever I want on here which is 
pretty apparent, I think, if you yeah. scroll through the last couple of them, which is, they're just ridiculous, but. Um, no, that's the best though, because that shows like your oh my true God. self. <laughs> I swear, it's so funny because like a lot of the people that I'll, I'll meet and stuff like that, they're like, oh yeah, I found you through TikTok. And I was like, oh crap, like that's horrible. <laughs> Well, you already pretty much know me then, I guess. So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. And did you just start um, doing the videos like when you thought of something or did you, yeah, because you said you were like making skits and stuff. So obviously yeah. you are very creative and like have this like <laughs> intuition about things. <laughs> I don't even know if I would say that. TikTok is just a different beast. I would, it's just, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just making, it originally started with me making skit videos about people thinking I was younger than I was because mm -hmm. at the time that was happening to me a lot <laughs> like I would tell people I was in college they're like I thought you were 15 years old and oh I was like, my god that's hilarious <laughs> so I'm gonna make a video about it so a lot of the initial ones were about that and then it just kind of evolved into whatever the heck it is now so <laughs> that's that's amazing so uh I did a little bit of research on you but I so you went to you went to Clemson University right yeah and uh, what did you go to school for there? What was your um, degree in? Yeah, I went to for graphic communications. So it's like a, yeah, it's like an interesting little thing. Um, I don't remember why I was drawn to that at first. I think it was because it was the only creative major that existed mm -hmm. in that school. Um, so I kind of went into it not really knowing what to expect, but it ended up being, you know, a lot of photo, a lot of video, um, but also a lot of printing press stuff. I say this to people and they're like, that's bizarre, but yeah, I know how to operate a printing press. If you ever need. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was wild. We did like a lot of screen printing projects, so like making our own T-shirt designs, and it was a lot of cool projects and stuff like that. But it was a lot more um, design based and printing press based than wow. I maybe would have liked. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I ended up like finding the filmmaking route through through Campus Movie Fest, which was like a nationwide film festival stuff. That's how I kind of got into the movie making side and found friends that were doing the same thing through that at that school, which was a very small group because yeah. that school was mostly STEM and it was like science and biology. And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. It was interesting to try and find that little creative group for sure, but it was fun. That's funny that you say that because I went to a school that was STEM basically yeah. mm -hmm. and I wanted to be a filmmaker and go into acting and stuff when I was young and then oh, yeah. just the trajectory of my life and things that happened I just went to a state school. Me too. <laughs> and yeah and um and the closest like I started out as a marketing major Oh, wow. And, yeah. And because I was like, oh, I can think of ideas. Yeah. Like off the top of my head to be able yeah. to be like, oh, we should brand that or we should do this and that. Yeah. And like the first year I was taking all these business classes and I'm like, I hate this. I'm like, I cannot stand like all of this. I don't know. It was just, um, I, it didn't feel right. Yeah, and I so I found interior design. Oh, nice. Which was like the creative outlet that I yeah was an option but there wasn't really any other thing there was yeah, graphic yeah. design and things like that but um, no, I, that. I yeah so the interior design kind of just pulled me in that direction but that made me end up doing a fifth year of college because I changed my major oh yeah and so my mom always jokes to me about it but like now <laughs> that I'm here like I'm like, oh, I need to make more money like I need to get a better job and she's like well you could use the degree that you got <laughs> Oh my God. The amount of times I get that too. <laughs> it's like, just let me complain. please. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I know this doesn't make sense, but I just need to, to talk yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. Just let me, just let me say the things like, it's not it's, like, it's the thing that people say where it's like, if it's not the consequences of my own actions, but then you like have to, yeah. you have to try to explain yourself to people and it's just a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah. so with acting then, so you went to, to school that first of all, that does sound really cool. Like a cool uh, yeah. thing to have in the back of your brain and obviously like I always try and look at the positive side it's like well now that I have the interior design background I know like set design and I can yeah. you know I think in detail really well and stuff like that so how did you kind of transition from that to then really wanting to pursue acting yeah. and, and content creation and things like that God, the road was not a straight line I'll tell you that <laughs> is so, it ever yeah it's uh so 
I think I went into college thinking, well, the year before I went to college, I was like, I'm going to be a physical therapist. Cause I had just torn my ACL. I would bet I had been in physical therapy. And then I was like, I'm going to be miserable doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. Great field, but not for me. So then I decided to do the graphic comm thing, thinking I was going to be a graphic designer. And then I did an internship in school, a graphic design internship. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it was fun, but it was just, it was a lot of the same thing over and over. And that has never really worked for me. I always have to be doing something kind of new and, and things like that. So, um, I did an internship with that. So, and then I kind of transitioned. We had a class in our major that was photography and video based. And I had always loved taking photos and videos like throughout my entire life. So I was excited for that class. And that's the first class I really like learned photography and things like that and really started to enjoy it. So I sought out an internship with um, the athletic department because I was really into sports at the time and still kind of am, but not as much. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I sought out an internship with them did sports photography for about two years while I was in school. So that was really fun and made a lot of connections to people who were doing a lot of video work and filmmaking work for the football team and the baseball, all those sports teams and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's how I found out about the Campus Movie Fest thing, the filmmaking thing, because a couple of people that were older than me had participated in the past and I always looked up to their work and what they were doing and saw what they were doing on Instagram. So I was like, I kind of want to do that. And so uh, I don't think I actually submitted a film to Campus Movie Fest until 2019, which was my junior year, maybe. Mm. It's like all a blur now with <laughs> yeah, COVID. Yeah. Um, I think it was 2019 or so and uh, submitted a film to that. And I was like, dang, this is kind of fun making films and things like that. And um, yeah, I think it just evolved from there. And I think 2019 was really the year that like stuck it for me because I also, I told people this story all the time, but um, <laughs> had the chance to be an extra on a movie set they were filming at our school. It was about a Clemson football player. Um, and it was like a Disney movie. It was called Safety. It's on Disney Plus or something like that, which was so cool. But they were just recruiting extras that were students. So <laughs> I, my friends and I submitted to it. We all got emails back about, yeah, sure, we'll let you on. They got time slots. I didn't. Oh, so I was like, I still want to do this. So I'm just going to show up with them and see what happens. <laughs> so I went to them with, or I went with them to set and they were like, yeah, we'll throw you in. So I was like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Cause I was like, I got the email, but I just never got a time. So I'm like, yeah, you're fine. We'll just throw you in. Um, so that was my first experience on a movie set, which was so cool. Cause that was like a pretty big scale project for the first time ever seeing a movie set. Right. So it was, mm -hmm. I just remember staring at everything all yeah. just being so fascinated by it I was like please please tell me how that camera works what are you doing with that like what are you doing with this and just so fascinated and overwhelmed by it and at the time I don't think I really I don't know I was being an extra and I was in the scenes but I didn't really have an interest in the acting side at that point yet I think it was more of like the filmmaking like how does the camera work how does this work and stuff like that and directing and things like that um the acting thing came out of, gosh, what? I don't even remember how it happened. I think it was always in there. Yeah. And I just kind of suppressed it because that sounds like, like, that <laughs> sounds so ridiculous. I suppressed it my whole life. Like, <laughs> it wasn't that deep, but it was just something that I always was kind of interested in. But like a lot of people, I'm sure it just seems like such an elusive thing and such a difficult thing to get into. So that kind of made me put it to the side for a while um when I was getting into filmmaking and everything and I was like I'll just direct I'll just I'll just do all that stuff and then I was like that kind of sounds cool <laughs> and uh so after I graduated or I had taken like very sporadic little classes here and there just to try to learn about acting and just try to like figure out what this is all about and then it wasn't until after I graduated that I actually started to get into actual um acting classes and things like that and I wanted so badly to hate it because it made me so nervous <laughs> I remember, yeah it, I remember at the beginning it was like I thought the nerves were gonna kill me I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this there's no way and then eventually it got a little bit easier but I was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this I don't know what's going on but luckily I ended up 
liking it and doing the classes more made me like it more and I was like damn it like I don't <laughs> I didn't want this to happen <laughs> oh. um, so yeah that's how that happened that was a very long-winded explanation but yeah that's how I the road kind of led to where I am now yeah that's uh long-winded is how I do here so uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, <great. laughs> you're in good company awesome. uh but no that's uh I think that's great for other people to hear too, because I think honestly, that is the most common way things happen for people, but we just see immediate, you know, virality or people who like just immediately get famous off of one film or whatever. So there are the majority of people are going through the same things, but it's just those conversations aren't as, as talked about as much. And again, I do feel similarly, uh, I do really enjoy acting yeah, that's it awesome. gives me so much anxiety though. Oh God, <laughs> I, can't, like, I can't breathe sometimes. I'm yeah. like, what is wrong with me? I used no. to play like sports and stuff. And I was like, I never got this nervous for anything. Like, I don't know what's going on. You know what I think it is, is I was talking to somebody recently about this. I was like, I'm not the type of person where I need to be good at everything. Yeah. But when so many people are depending on you as an actor, so many things depend on you to do everything right that it's not even that I don't think I can do what I'm asked it's that the pressure of having to do it right the first time or you know in three takes or whatever is so stressful yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah it's like I don't know what I do know what it was it was because it was so new and I'm sure that you felt the same way too but it's just like this bizarre thing where you're so incredibly vulnerable Mm -hmm. while you're doing this and you're so like exploring these parts of yourself and like finding out new things about yourself because you kind of have to like everybody says this about acting like you have to learn about yourself first to be able to do it and and I thought I did like I thought I knew myself and then I was like like I can't apparently I can't like do these things because I really don't and so it's just been kind of interesting in that way because it's like that's what drew drew me to it. I think at first was the way that it teaches you new things about yourself, like, and new skills. Like it teaches you to be like more confident when you speak or like overall confidence in general. It's just kind of like, cause you kind of just have to have that attitude about it where you're like, I don't care. I don't care who's watching me. And, and that helps in, in life too. I've noticed and like, especially with with social media, with, with things like that, when you're posting these things and putting yourself online, it's like, you can't care <laughs> and you just can't, you can't worry about that stuff. And God, I'm not perfect at that. I, it's so hard. It's so incredibly mm-hmm. difficult to think that way, but I think that the acting in that way has helped me like do that better, which is good. Yeah. I, I actually did want to talk to you a little bit about the whole social media thing because yeah. this pod this podcast is kind of trying to you know take away that yeah that film that people put over everything on social right. media that looks that makes everyone look perfect or we're comparing ourselves to one another or yeah. whatever it is so yeah I really like how you see that in something yeah. that you're passionate about that it can it can turn into the good because there is the good it's just sometimes we have to to yeah. find it and yeah. yeah do you with social media and having all these platforms and your YouTube channel which has <laughs> a lot about just you on it yeah. um and like obviously TikTok and and Instagram and things like that are more you know little bites of things and like yeah. little parts but YouTube is is even more vulnerable because you can go for however long you yeah. want that hard to start off and like put that first video out there where it was just about you talking about something you liked to do yeah oh gosh yeah um (laughs) YouTube yeah I had always wanted to start a YouTube channel it took me forever because of what you just said like how scary that is to put yourself out there and especially in long form content like that because short form it's like people think they know you on the internet but it's like they know you from 15 second videos type things but when you're doing YouTube, it's a lot longer. You're talking about things that you like a lot more. So I definitely felt the nerves of posting that first video, but also I felt kind of liberated by it because it was just, I don't know, it was something so freeing about it. And it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I just, 
I believe in like sharing who you are on the internet and because I think people need and want to know you as a person instead of whatever like mask you're putting on or, or anything like that like I posted a thing on Instagram today about my new socks I got like <laughs> I just <laughs> it's just it's just stupid little stuff like that but just it's it's just fun for me to be able to to be myself on there and it also takes a lot of the pressure off which is kind of crazy because you think it would increase the pressure you feel when you're trying mm-hmm. to like share yourself on the internet but um eventually it becomes like I said liberating and things like that but uh yeah with YouTube I don't know. I really enjoy it because it takes me a long time to make those. So I can't post as often on there as I would like, but it's, I don't know. I really, it's a chance for me to like explore different editing styles and explore different filmmaking styles and just keep making content and things like that. It's it, I just something I find really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell how much work you put in those. Cause they're, you. they're <laughs> wonderful. Honestly, I do. I have this thing with myself where like, I'm really good at, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say this about myself. It's fine. Oh, say um, it. You have to. It's, you know, no, um, I'm really good at like noticing things. Yeah. I'm not necessarily good at, um, making them happen. So like I can hear a song and like see a music video in my head, or I can like, you know, watch a film and notice like that was a, a, shot they chose for that reason like within a second because like that's just how quick my brain functions but sometimes for me I'm just like it's so hard for me to actually do the things but I know within me it's there so those those videos they take a long time to yeah it's not yeah I feel like there's you know multiple sides of YouTube and they're all great because they're all people expressing themselves but there's the more vlog side where it's like, you're just taking someone throughout your day, but then there's like the actual video short film, um, form, which your film that you posted on YouTube, uh, inside what, uh, what was that? Yeah. 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 That was really, really beautiful. I really loved watching that. And I got some of it from that, that film but what are some of the things that like when you're feeling overwhelmed or like those anxieties and stressors of putting yourself out there what are some of those things that you do to kind of uh, breathe and just like take a step back from (laughs) it's hard because and I will comment on this first before I say anything you said that you know it's hard for you to kind of bring things to fruition me too oh my god like (laughs) I spent an entirety of my life figuring out what I want to do before I actually do things yeah so it's really don't feel alone in that and don't think that I haven't figured out because I think I spent like at least the first five months five or six months out of college so confused and so and no one talks about that enough either Mm -hmm. like you feel so lost and you feel especially when you're doing something creative you're like what the hell am I supposed to do right now and so I spent like I think it took me that amount of time and that like kind of dark time and like figuring out what was going on to help me really find the thing that I love to do, if that kind of makes sense. So I think I needed that time where things were very, very difficult to realize the things that I valued. Um, So yeah, it's very difficult for me to bring ideas to fruition because my brain is all over the place 100% of the time. (laughs) Um, So when I'm making a film, like I'll have an idea for one, I'll think of another, I'll start on the other. Mm -hmm. I won't finish the other. I'll start on the other one. That's just, it's, it's, (laughs) um, yeah. So like I said, it's just, and you said, how do I like take a break from that kind of stuff? Well, I don't a lot. (laughs) You just start something new. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's just, yeah. How do I take a break from a project? Well, I start a new one, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's so hard because you know, when you choose something like this, when you choose social media, when you, when you choose, you choose like, when you choose filmmaking, when you choose anything creative, you may sacrifice the nine to five or you not sacrifice it, but you may not choose to do the nine to five. But then I've heard people say like, you end up working 24 seven. So the truth, because you're always thinking about content. You're always thinking about what can I make next? Am I doing enough? Am I taking this class right now that I need to be taking? Am I doing this thing that I need to be doing? And it's just a constant cycle of like feeling like you need to catch up. Mm -hmm. Not the healthiest thing. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't recognizing know. it is important. <laughs> recognizing it is important. You're right. Yes. Um, but I would say that I think my escape has been, and it's so funny because it's it relates to everything I'm doing anyway, but I watch movies all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's a form of escapism because it's like, it just kind of takes you out of your head for a little bit, but it also like puts you into this really cool world for a bit, which is nice. For me, I end up just watching like movies I've seen a million times already, but just like comfort movies and stuff. Yeah. And then you'll have that moment while you're trying to relax, like your brain is just like, hey, you need to be doing something else right now. But then it's nice because when you're doing filmmaking and and acting, you can say, oh, but I'm watching a movie. So that's like kind of like my homework. I'm studying. I'm, I'm learning from this movie. So it's kind of a cop out, but it works. It helps. So yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. I do the same thing. I, I'm a, I call myself an extreme binge watcher yep. mm-hmm. where I will binge watch and then I will re-binge watch mm. the whole situation. And whole so situation. <laughs> my friends in college, yeah, they knew my, my interests, my, you know, yeah. underlying passions of filmmaking and like acting and, and things like that. And I would be that friend who would always point out the things and yep. I would have to remind myself like they, they don't care as much. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, wait, they don't care that, um, that they just, you know, flip the shot and now it's actually yeah. a reverse symbol. <laughs> like they don't care about guys, that. The just, lighting is so cool. <laughs> Do you see the color, the tone of the film? No. Yeah. The tone, this, this tone conveys this emotion and this like, shut up. Like no one wants to hear that. Or like when there's something at the end of the film that they like talked about, I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? They they talked about that in the beginning and now they're wrapping it up and and they're like, Hannah, you're crazy. Like, yeah, whatever. Good crazy. It's like, especially with the Marvel movies too. I'm like, did you see that? did you see what just happened? And normally I don't understand it half the time what I'm yeah. talking about either, but it's like, it's so funny. That's why I go to the movie theater by myself. So I don't um, know anybody. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I was actually just talking to Ricky about that. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I just want to like rent a theater and go yeah. see the movies because we went and yeah. saw the Batman and so many people mm. were getting up to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, just like what? if you were on a three hour flight, like I don't get up when I watch yeah. movies. I'm like, I'm fine. Go to the bathroom yeah. before. And yeah. like so many people, I'm like, you are ruining this for me. I'm like, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to rent a theater and be able yeah. to sit in the very center seat by yep. myself. Yep. Eyes fixed. Um, that sounds like heaven to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, but the whole rewatching thing, I completely understand. It's definitely yeah. a comfort zone thing for me too. Growing up, I was really busy with sports and yeah, things like that. So my, I'm an only child and my family would just on like Sundays was our only day off. Cause I always had gymnastics meets or soccer games or whatever on Saturdays and Fridays and things. Did you play soccer too? I did, but no way. not well. I I just would run really fast. I had terrible footwork. Oh, stop. I'm sure you were great. I, yeah, soccer was what I played, but you were a gymnast too. That's awesome. Yeah, I did soccer until my freshman year of high school. And then I was a cheerleader for like the last two years of high school. But mm-hmm. it was because the that schedule worked because as a gymnast, you, you're a year round yeah. We literally have like, uh, I think we had two weeks off near Christmas and then like a week off in between seasons. So like one week off every three-ish months and that was wow. it. Yeah. So we were in the gym all the time, constantly doing things. So <laughs> I would be exhausted. I never wanted to do anything yeah. after yeah. school and sports and everything. So Sundays, my parents and I would just sit on the couch and re-watch things like Harry Potter was the main one. Yep. Weirdly, I don't know why, but it's just one of those movies that my mom and I always watched is um, National Treasure. Shut up. I love National Treasure so much. It's so good. Like when it came out on Disney Plus and they had the, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. They have the, um, 
watch party thing, you know, like where you can watch ah. it at the same time with somebody. So yeah. I was here and my mom is up in Oregon. So we watched it together oh, on our Disney Plus. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it makes you feel good. Um, yeah. And oh it's escape. God. Yeah. I freaking love that movie. I forgot yeah. about it until you just said it. So now <laughs> <I can> watch it. <laughs> Your one takeaway from this episode is to go watch National Treasure on Disney yes. Plus, not sponsored. Exactly. Thank you. um that's great though I I'm glad that we uh we think again I think a lot of people do that um it's just we got to find those people and then all of us can sit in a room and just yell at the television together yeah then we're never going to hear anything yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) it'll just have to be a film we've all seen so many times where we know what's happening just psychoanalyze the whole thing (laughs) yes um another thing I wanted to point out which is also on your YouTube uh First of all, I am a big nature buff, love the outdoors, love camping and, and things like that. I'm actually, yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going to Banff, Canada tomorrow. Tomorrow? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so exciting. A little mini brag. Um, but I wanted to bring that up because yeah. of your trip to Iceland. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So all you listeners who don't know, Kate did a solo trip to Iceland and she has a really cool video on her YouTube channel about it. And you're, um, you took a lot of amazing photos that's up there too. Again, Kate did not ask me to say any of this. I'm just, I'm fangirling over her. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I was, I'm just so inspired by that because I had a friend who went to Iceland and he came back and told me how amazing and and gorgeous it was. And obviously I I do want to dive into a little bit about being a woman in, in the Mm -hmm. day and age we're in and how that has to do with filmmaking and acting, but also traveling and being independent and making those decisions. And like you were saying, after you got out of college, you you know, those five months, it's kind of like you feel lost. And as a woman, it's hard to feel like you are your own person sometimes and can just go can just get on a plane and go go to yeah. Iceland so how was that experience if you don't mind touching on that a little bit for you oh, yeah oh my gosh so <laughs> yeah so the situation surrounding that was was interesting because I had initially planned to go with three other people and then there were some issues with with COVID and and everything beforehand so everybody was out and it was just me mm-hmm. and I was like do I go do I not go and obviously I ended up deciding to go, but the process of deciding that I, I don't know. I don't know what came over me, but as soon as I realized it was just me, I was like, well, I'll go. I don't care. Like I'll, I'll yeah. just do it. And I, I don't know why I did that. And I'm glad I did, but I don't know where that confidence came from because that is not something I had ever done before. Um, so yeah, I, I decided to go. I like booked like all these, the places I was going to stay like two days before my flight. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my gosh, it was stressful, but it was fun. I'm not much of a planner. I hate it. Um, (laughs) Simply put, uh, I hate planning things. I'm usually just like a very go with the flow type of person. So yeah, so I just, it was very difficult for me to try to actually plan out this itinerary because I knew I had to have some sort of structure to like not get lost or whatever, even though Iceland only has like one main road, it's, I would still get lost somehow. So, um, um, yeah, if you saw my, my TikTok about, uh, the parking signs. Yes. Yeah. I thought the parking signs were stop signs. So I stopped at every no parking sign there was on the street and I, (laughs) I was annoying people so bad and it's so hard to annoy an Icelandic person because they're so nice. (laughs) So I was, Okay. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, I made an itinerary. I went, um, it's a lot more difficult to travel obviously with the COVID thing going on at the time. It was difficult to just try to get all that paperwork together and everything, but thank God it ended up working out. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was very difficult at first. I wasn't necessarily concerned about my safety in terms of like interactions with other people necessarily, because Iceland is known to be a very safe country, especially for solo female travelers. And also I was just going to be out in nature. So I was more worried that I was going to fall into a volcano instead (laughs) of like attacked by somebody. (laughs) That's valid. Um, Yeah. So, which is crazy to say, but uh, yeah, Iceland is one of those countries where you kind of like are on the edge of your seat the whole time. Cause you're like, 
a volcano could erupt at any moment and I am not prepared. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, when I got there, I think the first couple of days I was really struggling because you don't think you're going to be lonely until you're alone in Iceland or anywhere. Um, and, until and you're I, alone on top of a volcano, you don't exactly, feel Exactly. Yeah. When it's just you in the world, <laughs> like mm. you just feel so by yourself. And I remember sitting in my first Airbnb and I was like, this freaking sucks. Like, I'm not going to have any fun because I, at the very beginning of the trip, I was even worried about like, not worried, but I, I didn't want to go into a restaurant by myself. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want to eat by myself. Like that's not something I want to do. And I was like, maybe I should have thought of that before I came to a country by myself. But yeah, I think the beginning was very difficult for me, but then I just kind of had to change my mindset a little bit and was like, if you're going to have a good time on this trip, you have to like get over yourself a little bit. So ate in restaurants by myself, but also I didn't a lot because it was very expensive, but I did it a few times enough and just ended up like, I felt like the moments I was most comfortable was when I was by myself outside Mm -hmm. like hiking or something like that or um just looking like I can't even begin to explain to you how incredible that country is like I couldn't believe what I was seeing 100% of the time like you get into the capital city and you're kind of like oh this is super cool like you have no idea what's coming for you once you get out onto that main road because you're looking at like (laughs) I can't even mountains that are like the craziest mountains you've ever seen and it's every five minute drive down that road is a different landscape. It's super bizarre. Oh. Like you'll be, you'll be in Jurassic Park one second and then you're in like solid black sand, nothing for miles. It's so weird. It's wow. crazy. But yeah, it was super cool. But yeah, that's how I ended up going. Um, but it was, it was the trip of a lifetime for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. Th- that's really encouraging. I feel like I know, yeah, the pandemic and COVID is kind of like, it's made it more difficult to travel, but that is one thing out of the pandemic that I felt that I need to do more because I do just have this love of nature and being in the outdoors and moving to LA. Like, obviously this is where the opportunities are that I want to be surrounded by, but I still have inside me that part that just wishes I could like buy a house in the forest and like not talk to anybody. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, my, my way out of that then is to, to travel to places that make me feel like that, but still have this home base here in LA where I can pursue other things. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, taking that step and doing that is sometimes you don't really know you're going to do it until your, your brain tells you to. Uh, yeah. And you just kind of have to go with it, which I think is a good mindset. I am the opposite though. I have to have everything planned out. <laughs> I wish I was that way. <laughs> it can be a hindrance, yeah. but um, oh man, I've tried to be better though about like, okay, here's the rough plan. And then yeah. here are the options we can do for yeah, that yeah, day yeah. Or, or whatever. But, yeah. um, That's kind of what I had to do coming here when I moved from Oregon was like, okay, figure it out as you go. But then my brain is like, do all these things in order because that's how my brain works. So kind of coming back around to what you were talking a little bit about earlier and like you do one thing and then you don't finish it, but then you go to one thing. That's kind of how my brain works a little bit in terms of, I want to try all these things and- I'm like, why can't I though? So like I've taken a couple months of acting classes and I took like a sketch writing class with UCB, oh, awesome. which is like a really cool um, comedy group down here and yeah, you know, done all these. Yeah. And, and I was like, I can, I've just gotten a lot better about saying, try something and then yeah. you can always come back to it later if you yeah. miss it or if you found that you really loved it. But, you know, obviously these are the times for at least me at the point in my life to just try out so many things to figure out what I actually want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard with, I do love acting and I really want to pursue that. Yeah. And I thought that anxiety was coming from the vulnerability for me a little bit. And then I realized like, honestly, the type of role I would want to portray is just someone who's like me, because then I can relax and be in that that thing, but also have this, this, um, 
show what I can do with my acting, but then it's not as stressful as like, (laughs) you know, like, so basically I'm like, if I am ever an actress, basically, I just want them to be like, oh, Hannah, you're basically the role. Cool. We'll put you Um, what, what kind of path or genre or thing do you gravitate towards now? It obviously can change in the future, but yeah, Yeah. what, where would you want to see yourself at as an actress or on, on the screen? Oh my God. I, that is such a difficult question. It's like, I feel the same way too. It's like, I feel like if more actors and actresses were given the opportunity to play a character purely based out of their own personality, it would be so interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And obviously people do it, but I think that's so interesting when people play themselves and it's definitely, I'm sure a lot more relaxing for the actor or actress too. But Mm -hmm. um, for me, Oh my gosh. I I love, so I grew up on movies like my dad and I used to watch Back to the Future all the time. We watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off all the time and like National Treasure, the mummy movies, Indiana Mm -hmm. Jones, like all those crazy adventure movies. So naturally I gravitate towards adventure movies and like just classic stories that are different because I feel like they make the same movie over and over again these days, or like it's a reboot or it's a spinoff of something and there's just you know it's just I wish they would make cool original I mean it's hard to like after all these years of movies coming out too but um those are the ones I gravitate towards for sure and obviously superhero movies like I don't know I I always say it would be so fun to play like Ferris Bueller's daughter or something like I don't want them to ruin that movie but how fun would that be like oh my god um or I always said like I think it would be really interesting and really fun. I'm obsessed with Spider-Man. I think a lot of people who know me know that. And it would be really cool to play. Like there's this character in the comics. Her name is May, May Parker, Mayday Parker or something. And it's Spider-Girl is who she is. And I was like, sign me me up (laughs) because that would be so fun. (laughs) I just like, I would love to do movies where there's green screens and like wires and like you're doing stunts and stuff like that just sounds so fun to me. Um, but also I love comedy genres and like, that's, I love doing that. And, um, I think it would be really fun to do like a rom-com or something too. Like those watch, I freaking love those movies too. Um, but yeah, adventure sci-fi kind of stuff is really interesting to me. Really anything. I I don't know. I just love good stories. No, same. Yeah. Have you, um, seen Uncharted yet? Yep. Did you like it? I loved it actually. I did too. Yeah, it was so good. I I really enjoyed that one because I felt like it was the first adventure movie in a while that like was like I don't even know how to say it. It was just it was very good and it was yeah. it was kind of unique. It was different. It was it was good and also um Tom Holland was in it and you know it's just like that helps so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. Well, I, yeah, I went and saw it uh like the day it came out. I, I yeah, really yeah. don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, but like, I just no. know when the movies come out and it's yeah. at the theater. So then I go, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I texted my mom after and told her that I went and saw it and she's like, Oh, that looked really good. Like, how was it? Yeah. I was like, I really liked it. I was like, you would really like it because basically the rundown of movies again was like Harry Potter, national treasure, pirates yep. of the Caribbean, I made my parents watch Marvel movies, uh, but they, they, they do enjoy them, but you know, they just don't, it's not like they follow along as, as hard, but yeah. so anyway, I told her, I was like, no, you'd really like it because it's basically like national treasure and pirates of the Caribbean had a baby. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. You'll, you'll like yeah. it. Don't worry. You'll love it, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It was a great one. I, yeah would definitely rewatch. I also already saw that they're like talking about it being on. Oh, wait, no, that Spider-Man's coming out on DVD soon. Right. Oh yeah. I was like, Uncharted's already out on DVD. That doesn't make sense. No, but Spider-Man's coming out on um, DVD really soon, which yes, it has so many bonus features too. Oh, good. I'm so excited. Me as well. Okay. I would like to transition into a little bit of a rapid fire let's go situation if you're ready for that Water like, first. Okay. yeah 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 I like to preface that you do not have to answer immediately okay but 
I'll I won't my- give you a lot of time to think. Okay. Some of them are simple. Some of them do require thinking, but that's what's fun because. Oh, this is stressful. Okay, I'm ready. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> no. putting you in a stressful position. I apologize. It's fun. Okay, here we go. Right. Your favorite beverage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, this is a terrible answer. Diet Coke. Okay. Oh God, I'm so it's sorry. not terrible. It's your answer. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> if you could teleport anywhere right now, you had to leave right now, where would you go? Oh my God. This is so hard. <laughs> um, I don't know. Italy? <laughs> sure. I don't know. That's a great answer. Okay. okay. This one's a little more light. Uh, what's something that makes you smile every time you think or see it? <gasps> Oh, this is so cheesy. Movies, I guess. <laughs> Again, your answers are not wrong. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite book or comic book? Um, okay. My favorite books growing up that I still read, and I'm not, I, Nancy Drew, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> like, beautiful. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> I get the adventure thing too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, something you want to learn how to do, but you haven't haven't yet you haven't got around to it uh a new language oh smart yeah okay here's the last one and it's it's you'll like it oh great which is your favorite spider-man suit oh you thought i could answer this in two seconds (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) i okay like out of all the movies yeah let's do that oh that makes it harder okay (laughs) or we can just do tom holland's uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think it, I think it's between his anyway. Yeah. Toby, Toby's is really cool, but Tom has had some cool ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think I like the new one, like from no way home, but also I like the, the original that he wore in civil war too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's so hard. I guess all of them. I don't yeah. know. All of the above. Yeah, I really like the one that he he made on the plane um, that he did himself. Wings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one too. I like that one a lot. That one's my favorite. You did great. Look at that. Thanks. That was. (laughs) I probably, honestly, I probably would have changed. I'm so indecisive. Yeah. Like unbelievably indecisive. I can't decide anything ever. So I probably would change all those answers if I were to answer them again. See, that's why we do it rapid fire style because it's your first reaction and then you you learn about yourself did i say diet coke you did do you want to how lame do you want to take that back do you want to switch it up no because i don't know what else i would say (laughs) (laughs) you could say do you like ices you could even go that route milkshakes it doesn't even have to be like soda girl ice cream all of it yeah okay i just won't change my answer i'll just leave it (laughs) i'll just leave it there you go. There you go. Awesome. Um, well, I just like to round out each episode with a little, a little lighthearted note. Um, each episode, I like to uh, shed a light on an organization or charity that of the guest's choice, which when this gets uh, posted and, and we launch and everything, because this is uh, being recorded before anything's yeah. even launched that will definitely be <laughs> in all the, in all the bios in the in the things. Nice. It'll be easy to find the things yes. at the places. So Good. Kate, what is um, one organization or charity or group that you really support and kind of want to talk a little bit about? Yeah. So I love this question and that you're asking this. Um, so mine for me is Meals on Wheels. That's so close to my heart because my dad is really heavily involved with the organization in my hometown and took me with him when I was younger to, to go meet all these incredible people that he would, that he would meet through the program. And, um, that's actually how I met, uh, drink small, who I made the documentary about for my first submission to, to campus movie fest. And I don't, it's just something about that organization. You just get to, to become so close to these people. And that guy's like family at this point. I mean, drinking, drinking his wife or part of our family. And it's, it's such an incredible, incredible story of his that I had the opportunity to tell, but yeah, Meals on Wheels is incredible. Essentially what it is, I'll explain that a little bit. So I think, yeah, people volunteer, you receive uh, a route, a different route, and you kind of just 
you take these meals along this route and deliver them to these incredible people. And some of them you get to talk to for a lot longer time. Some of them, they just kind of like you take it and carry on with their day, but it's just a really, really cool way to, to get to meet people in your community and hear their stories and stuff like that. And I love it. It's, it's my favorite. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Meals on wheels. We'll definitely um, put that up. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, this wasn't too stressful, right? We're, we're, we're at the end. <laughs> just a rapid fire for you. No, just, yeah. Yeah. No more of that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, no, that's great. So fun finally getting to getting to meet you because we've yes. had like, conversations through social media. It's so funny how that works, right? It's like, you know, people, but you don't at the same time. So it's yep. so A hundred percent. I, yeah, again, that's kind of with this podcast, I, I realized hopefully with Mm -hmm. how many people I can reach out to and connect with, it will be on a deeper level than the surface level of social media and how that can be. Like you were saying earlier, like people think they know you and it's only a 15 second clip on, on your social, social media. So yeah, I really, I'm excited to talk to a lot of really cool people like yourself and hopefully then people can learn a little bit more and it's always I feel like probably easier in a in an interview not that it's like an interview but like a more a chat you know conversation to get to know somebody than um than them having to like yeah just post about themselves and be like hey like me please yeah hopefully yes (laughs) yeah just post like nobody's watching it makes it so much easier (laughs) there you go there you go Uh, Well, Kate, thank you so much. It was so nice to talk to you and uh, I will talk to you soon. Good luck. That sounds really good. Thank you so much, Hannah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. We'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to episode three of Before They're Verified. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Kate as much as I did. Come back next week for a brand new guest and keep up to date by following the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube under the handle before they're verified. Also, if you'd like to be a guest or if you'd like to nominate someone to be a guest, please head to my website beforetheyreverified.com and fill out the form. Now go and do something that makes you happy. I'll see you next week.